want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. Welcome to Bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire podcast. This is your host, Colton. And this is Chris. And today we're going to be talking about episode eight entitled Hold Me in Your Paradise. Now, do you know where that uh, title comes from, Chris? Uh, no. No, I didn't look that up or anything. It's actually a line. And if you listen at the very end, uh, Nucky and uh, his uh, Eddie are talking with the girl, with the child. And she's uh-huh. reading the poem, and that's a line. Oh, it's from that. It's from that poem. Uh, yeah. So, uh, interesting fact that actually wasn't a poem written to her. It was written to one of his other mistresses. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little bit of history on that one. Um, I thought it's kind of interesting because it's basically alluding to children, and I noticed there's a lot to do with kids in this episode. Like, yeah, there's yeah, a there lot is. that deals with children. So. Uh, it was directed by uh, Brian Kirk. He's basically directed all of TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's directed a bunch of Game of Thrones, a bunch of Tudor, uh, the t- uh, Tudor, Tudors. I never yeah, watched that. Yeah, the but Tudors. I know yeah, it, yeah me, Tudors. me neither. Um, I know it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I heard it was good, but yeah, I never did, never did get into it. He directed an episode of Dexter, and he also did uh, – there was one other Showtime show. I can't remember what it was that he did. So he's done a lot of uh, – Paid TV uh, type shows, yeah, uh, su- subscription based, premium, yeah, yeah, premium subscription TV, yeah, nice. Okay, um, it was written by Meg Jackson. I honestly did some searching of her. I could not find anything oh, other really? other than she got an award for writing for uh, Boardwalk Empire. So maybe she's written some more episodes. Yeah, kind of d- just random, like looking around for and stuff. Anyways, that's uh, the title, and that's uh, what's going into this episode, and we'll go ahead and start in with Eli basically wishing he's Nucky. Yeah, <laughs> this... which I, I didn't really understand what was happening at first, because it's like, it, I mean, is Eli like waiting for Nucky like to show up so he can try to intimidate him? Because, I mean, obviously, we've said it before, they've they've had a pretty rocky um back and forth between them so that's what i thought was going on at first was that uh you know eli got in early just to sit there and wait for nucky and they were gonna have some kind of confrontation um but uh yeah it turns out he's there filling in (laughs) filling in (laughs) wishing he was in the same (laughs) position and he's like He's so meticulous. Like, he has his cigarettes perfect. Yeah, OCD. Like, Like, to the max. Like, I recently started a new job, and I remember I got my desk set up. Like, I had my stapler perfect. It's like, okay, I'm going to take this job, and I'm going to command it. Right. Three days later, I have stacks of papers. Yeah, there's shit everywhere. (laughs) There's coffee cups over to the side that I need to throw away. Like, (laughs) you don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I thought that was kind of funny. Like he has all this time and he's just waiting to be somebody important. And the only person that comes in is one of the uh, couriers. And he's basically like, I can't work. <laughs> right. Yeah. One of the, uh, actually it's the, the, the guy that got uh, knocked over 
um by by the italians um yeah 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 guy. so yeah he came in to uh request a day off um because his daughter was getting fitted for braces and of course deputy dumbass has to oh <laughs> chime God, in with such oh so your kids got polio like dude like yes th- yeah that's obvious that's you, probably you what be. it is but thank <laughs> yeah. you so much for throwing dirt <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like how is this guy not fired like i'm yeah, serious right? <laughs> um so yeah and then eli you know <laughs> gives his best uh godfather impression he's like take the day off go be with your daughter <laughs> like, and he's just like remember who gave it to you yeah right <laughs> <laughs> And, and the, you, yeah, like just in in true Eli fashion, you know the the courier. I can't remember his name, but um, you know he's like, "Are you sure?" And he was like, "I said it, didn't I?" <laughs> like he snaps right back into to Eli mode. Yeah, and just uh, yeah, has to be uh, forceful. You know, <laughs> he could have been like, "Yeah, man, I mean it. I yeah, you by all means take it." And said he's like, "I said it." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So from there we go and we get to see why Nucky's not there. Right. Um, Because there was no hint to it in the previous episode. Uh, But we find out Nucky's in Chicago. Uh, It's for the 1920 um, uh, Republican National Convention, which I did some research on the 1920 uh, Republican National Convention. And it is honestly a really big deal. Like there's like there's actually stuff written about what happened because it was such a big upset to have a uh, Harding win that yeah. like it, it made, and, and I'll be talking more about it as we go along, but this honestly, I didn't realize how important this convention was to the Republican party until I was actually reading about it and reading like, Oh wow. Like all of this stuff happened. There's so much backdoor politics that was discovered from this convention. And it's only appropriate. You have like the ultimate politician Nucky there. Right? Yeah. Right. So we get to see that Nucky's um, walking in. He's in the lobby, and he's demand. He, Nucky gets what Nucky wants. Is honestly, right. that's exactly <laughs> what I put in my notes to describe this scene. Is Nucky gets what Nucky wants, and that's it. Yeah, he because um, <laughs> he comes in um, expecting the presidential suite, which um, is funny because he's there for the RNC for the Republican National Convention. And there are literally presidential uh, hopeful candidates there that want to be put in the presidential suite that the hotel is wanting to put in the presidential suite because, I mean, they are literally going for the presidency. And Nucky's like, no, 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 that's that's my room. And, (laughs) you know, the the uh, hotel manager even tells Nucky, like, I don't know, Mr. Um, Mr. Wood, is that the one? uh, General Wood. Yeah. 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 He's uh, he has the presidential suite. But um, our, you know, second best room is is very nice. He's like, good, put General Wood there, and I'll go ahead and take the presidential suite. <laughs> it's just like he, he he knows he's just the biggest shit in the world. It's yeah. so funny. But that's what I like is because he's basically like, okay, yeah, he's going to be president or whatever, but I'm who makes presidents. Like that's yeah, kind of right? his attitude about it. And, and then he does even the classic thing, though, where it's – um, like he may be president, but I tip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, let me tell you the difference between General Wood and myself. He like lists off all of his accompli- uh, General Wood's accomplishments, and then he's like, "But I 
am a good tipper. And he pulls out this fat wad of cash and just starts <laughs> counting bills out and like gives it to the dude and is like, have my room ready and make sure you give me some uh, some crown it, as well. No, uh, three <laughs> bottles of Canadian uh uh, the, oh my gosh! The the first drink we made. Yeah, it was the uh, uh, Canadian Club. Canadian. Yeah, Club. Canadian Club. Yeah. <laughs> Three bottles is Canadian Club. <laughs> so, yeah, it's basically just like um, no, 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 no. Here's money, and there's a lot more where that came from. Do what I say. Yeah. <laughs> so from there he goes into, and then he makes a little smart remark as he's walking in to have dinner or whatever it is, and he's like, "All this open space. I wonder where they could keep their booze and stuff." Yeah. Right. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, we go in and he's meeting with uh, Senator Edge. Yeah. Now, inter- okay, so this is where I'll kind of start in with the actual history, okay? Senator Edge is a real, a real person. That was a real senator, okay? Interesting thing, when Senator Edge was not a senator when he was first running as like a – um, state representative or a like a local politician. I can't remember the title. Uh-huh. Hit the head of his election campaign, Nucky Johnson. Oh, really? Which is who Nucky Thompson yeah. is, is based on. So in real life, Nucky Johnson and Senator Edge were extremely politically close. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I was like, wait a minute. Now, from there, you go in into the 1920s Republican National Convention. Uh, Senator Edge had a big issue, like basically kind of what gets talked about. And they put more emphasis on Nucky in real life than in the show. It was basically like when they were there, they were like, hey, the guy from New Jersey is who makes the decisions. We have really? to. Yeah, we have to go to him. So, like, they make Nucky big in this, but in real life, it was like almost a bad he written. Action. He was, Yeah, it was like a bad written thing. It was like, no, like, he's totally in charge in real life. <laughs> no way. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> it was something like kind of like along the lines. And you've heard this now. It's like, what is it? It's. Um, the way Illinois, no, what is it? The the purple states like Florida, Colorado, right. and it's usually like who wins Florida is who wins the presidency, right? You know, it's right. so so right. goes this goes the other. It, apparently, it used to be that way in the 1920s. It was New Jersey for the Republicans, for the huh. for the Republican Party. It was hey, the way New Jersey goes is the way everything goes. Which is funny so. because yeah, I think New Jersey New Jersey usually pretty uh pretty blue these days <laughs> they're like a weird they, they are they're blue but see chris christie's a republican that's true but, but he's everyone like a, hated chris christie so everybody well, one everybody <laughs> hates chris christie but he's also an extremely liberal republican like it's he's a republican by name and that's it right right and everybody hates him <laughs> yeah He's meeting with Senator Edge, and they're basically having political talks on who's going to be the presidential candidate. And yeah, they're setting up uh, their backroom deal, basically. <laughs> right, with Edge. Edge's big deal, obviously, is he wants to be president or vice president. Right. Oh. And Nucky, of course, is still uh, still hell-bent on getting that uh, that road money. So he's because <laughs> it's a big deal, though. Yeah, it's it a- is a big deal. I mean, that would be huge for for Atlantic City, um, you know, getting traffic into the city. So it is a huge deal for Atlantic City. And he's it's still not just that much... he wants to line his pockets. Too. Oh, yeah. No, he's, uh... <laughs> he's totally going to use every cent of that on actual infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so he's still fighting for that. And he's trying to uh, get edge to, you know 
he he's laying groundwork right now. He's Absolutely. uh you yeah, know, absolutely. trying to get uh, trying to get him on board, and Edge is obviously telling Nucky that, well, you know, we're totally going to win. Like you said, this was kind of an upset, so he was Edge is there to try to secure his VP nod. Um, yes, and he is absolutely certain that he's number one going to get that nod, and number two that they are going to win. So, yes. <laughs> so Edge is just telling Nucky, like, just get on board with us because we're we're going to win, right? Um, and it's kind of funny because just like you said, um, in real life, Nucky's kind of the one that, that makes that decision. But here yeah. in this meeting, it's almost like Edge is trying to tell him, like, no, 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 this is what's going to happen. And, Which, um, you it, know. I mean, and it, and it could have really been that way, you know, right. like you have – I mean, we could get into oh my god, we can make this into a political podcast so fast. <laughs> like, it's already a political podcast, but I I try to stay very independent about my political yeah, options. Yeah, I'm trying to just go with the time period. Right. But you could sit there and say Edge is trying to take control, and in real life, he could have been that way, and Nucky could easily in his head be like, "Boy, you don't know who made you." Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. It could go either way. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's laying the groundwork, though, for where we'll see Edge later on. Later on right. this episode, there's more to talk about him. Uh, we transition from there to get to see uh, Margaret, and I could not remember her name for the life of me. I believe it's Annabelle. Yeah, I think name. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Though I, I kept writing down wig girl. <laughs> yeah, so. that's what <laughs> I mean. That's what we were uh, started referring to her as uh, in the last episode. So right, which at least it gets um, brought up in this one. So yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, at least at least it gets mentioned that like she she's wearing crazy wigs. So <laughs> <laughs> so it's Margaret and Annabelle they're having breakfast or whatever at the Ritz. Um, yeah, tea I guess. Because they're tea. they're eating tea cakes, cream cakes, or whatever, and tea and yeah. crumpets. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> fancy, fancy little get together that they're having now at the, at the Ritz Carlton. At the Ritz Carlton, and they're talking about how it's not the, uh, basically Annabelle's telling her like you you've gotten past yourself. You're no longer quote unquote mightier than thou. This is kind of nice. Yeah, we're not the forefront women or whatever, but right. it's pretty nice being where we're at. Right. Right. And we get to see Lucy come in and interrupt the party. <laughs> oh man, she has been a mess here lately. Um, oh yeah, she. St- well, what happens is, um, what is her name? the The shop owner that uh, Lucy. Uh, I'm sorry, that uh, Margaret used to work at. Yeah, lady, I cannot. Th- I, I, Madame something or else she's French. So yeah, um, <laughs> Madame. Claro, I don't know. That, that's just a completely wild guess. Anyway, she comes out. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> runs out to come and runs straight to Margaret and is like, "I need, I need your help. I have a client that uh, that needs help, like right now." Which is, of course, you know, for Margaret anyway. Before um, she got into this kind of lifestyle, I'm sure she would have been like, "Oh my gosh, what do you need help with?" But right. It you kind of can see in Margaret's face that she's like, "What are you talking to me about?" This yeah, <laughs> like, what are you like, talking? About? No, I'm I don't here work for you, lunch lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you're interrupting my tea and crumpet time yeah. for some so French clothes. Like, yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of like Margaret is uh, starting to kind of pick up on that um, that uh, high life high lifestyle uh, yeah. attitude. I think. 
um which you know is understandable that happens whenever you're uh, you've been enjoying these pleasures for a while now but of course you know the crazy uh client that she has is uh lucy <laughs> right so drunk ridiculously drunk now, lucy <laughs> i was gonna say is she drunk or not I, oh, yeah. I, no, I assume, definitely... like, she sounds like he, like, but at the same time, she always sounds this way. That's true. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I was watching it, and, like, when she says, like, you, in what, when you're better or something like that, right? Like, she hints, yeah. like, hey, you're not in the most, like, professional attitude or whatever, the professional state of mind. Right. But at the same time, like, as I'm watching, I'm like, well, she's not slurring her, her speech. She's not like like stumbling over, but she's she is acting crazy, and she does have like a dumb sound when she's talking. Right, but that's how she sounds every time. But she yeah, talks. she kind of has that anyway. <laughs> so I was kind of like, is she drunk or not, or is or is are they basically saying you're not in the best state of mind because you're nuts? Like, yeah, I, right. That could be. I couldn't really tell. It was kind of strange to me. I think I, I feel like it was her um, her posture because. Um, she was kind of all over the place. She was kind of swaying a bit, and, you know, she was not, um, she wasn't still the entire time she was talking, that's for sure. No. So <laughs> she was just moving around a lot, and I think that's what gave me the impression that uh, she was probably hammered also. And, I mean, you know, in the last episode, we saw her, you know, mourning uh, her relationship with Nucky already. Deteriorating. Um, yeah, and so she's probably been uh, drinking pretty heavily to try to cope with what's going on in her, in her own life. So, no, I, that's true. You know, I, I don't know. I, I I assumed she was probably already pretty hammered at this point, and uh, just finally let it let it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. That's true. So from there we go to uh, Jillian and um, uh, oh and. Oh, go, well, go and actually, yeah, before on that scene, uh, that's when we actually finally hear about uh, Annabelle's wigs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Lucy calls her out you're... on it. Yeah, you're as She's... fake as the wigs you wear. <laughs> <laughs> like, She's such a bitch for that remark, but yeah. I actually loved it. <laughs> like, I just wanted to be like, you catty bitch, but I loved it. <laughs> right. I also thought it was kind of funny that um, Lucy does call Margaret a bitch to her face, <laughs> but then they, they they keep talking, and it's not until um, Lucy says, uh, what does she call her? Oh, she, <laughs> yeah, Lucy calls Margaret a door, and I don't know why that's such a horrible insult, but that's what finally gets Margaret to slap her. <laughs> <laughs> she calls her like a, like a half-used door or yeah, so, like, something. Yeah, like... Like, she called what? you a bitch earlier, you know, like you'd think that would set you off a little bit more than <laughs> being called a door. Maybe it's some but Irish yeah, thing. Yeah, right. But that's what sets uh, Margaret off and she slaps at Lucy and then like storms out um, feeling pretty proud of herself. I think, she doesn't just for... storm out, though, because she leaves on the good thing. Like the, uh, the next visit won't be so pleasant. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, she, she like completely says, like, I will Lucy. fuck you up if we yeah. meet again. <laughs> So I thought I thought that was really funny. Like I said, I just I don't understand why the the door comment is what actually set Margaret. <laughs> I off. didn't think about it at all, honestly. <laughs> but that's a really good point. <laughs> so yeah, maybe uh, I don't know somebody else, uh, somebody comment. Maybe that was a horrible, horrible slur back in the twenties, and I just didn't yeah, know about right it. Right into bootlegging. <laughs> yeah. 
And hopefully uh, I didn't offend a bunch of <laughs> Irish people by saying that repeatedly. <laughs> Our Irish fan base just yeah. tanked. <laughs> I'm letting my people down so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. And so from there, we get to see Angela and Jillian. And, uh, well, uh, well, first, sorry, it's Jillian, um, no, sorry, Angela painting, and she's painting, yeah. like, a, a nude woman. Right. I can't, I can't tell if that's the shop's wife. I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think it is either. Um, but it is, you know, I, I thought the, the scene was a bit odd because of that, and, you know, her son is sitting there watching her paint this uh, nude still life, which I guess, you know. It's uh, art. She, I mean. Yeah, it's art. It's whatever. But, um. Just considering the circumstances so far, I, it kind of struck me as a bit odd, especially the way like she she was gazing at this portrait while she's painting it. It just you know, I I might just be reading way too much into it. <laughs> you don't know how the Bohemians live, okay? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Which is yeah, what uh, um, what Angela tells her. Um, Jillian, because uh, Jillian t- tells her that. Yeah, that's right. Jillian tells Angela. That, um, but I think. Uh, you mentioned it before that you know she starts talking more about her her friend and yes. about Greenwich Village and I have this uh, this art dealer really it's sees some potential in my painting life yeah <laughs> so it's like a it's kind of like she's like what we were talking about in the previous episode it's almost like it's everything's perfect like oh right. this is gonna happen this is gonna happen uh, I've got this friend in Greenwich and all of this and uh, now. I get where she's coming from, whether it's real, whether she really believes it, whether the the girl really knows somebody in Greenwich Village. I don't know, right? Right. What I do find kind of weird is Jillian is like, well, you could sell perfume, right? And then she's yeah. like, or you could take a stenography class, right? So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But my thing is, is Jillian's giving her shit – for being an artist, being a, um, a what is it she says? Uh, I just called her that. Bohemian. bohemian being a bohemian, yeah. right? That's who Jillian is, right? Jillian right. is in the right. art community, right? Exactly. She's, she's, in the, working, she's an artist as well. Yeah, She's she has working this... a profession that people would be like, you're wasting your time. I right. And not only that, I mean, she she raised Jimmy in basically there with all these other exactly. women. She, yeah, I did not even think about that until you just brought it up that like you literally lived the same, if not like more so bohemian lifestyle. Yeah. But you're here criticizing. And honestly, um, you mentioned that, uh, she tells her like, well, why don't you just take a stenography course or something like that? And the look that she gave back, I just, she's being, such a typical mother-in-law it's insane yes. <laughs> I agree more on that. it's like you are completely guilty of all these things you are giving me shit about right now but you're still gonna do it because you're that's that's what mother-in-laws do sorry mother-in-laws sorry i love you sorry get off my back <laughs> both of us we're both married just stop <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's just strange. It's strange. I just, I didn't understand where it was coming from, I guess. I, it may, and maybe it's because she's lived this life already. Maybe she sees like, hey, this isn't going to work out. Uh, right. So, and that's probably what it is, is that she's trying to, you know, save, save her from, from going down the same path. But, you know, like I said, it just, it's, it's kind of, uh, 
kind of hypocritical. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It's 100%. Uh, little, little factoid learned. Um, you know, she, she mentions uh, you could sell, I believe it's called Dot Perfume. Yeah, yeah. And the girl, and Angela says, um, oh, you know the women that's, oh, the women that sell perfume door to door. Dot Perfume was a real actual company. They were originally Dot Perfume, and they then became um, Avon. Avon. I, that's oh, the first thing that it. popped into my head. Well, oh. and that, that's why, like, I, I assumed, I was like, that has to be, like, Avon now or something. Cause that's, but it totally was. It was really, that was their original funny. name was Dot Perfume. So. Huh. So yeah, become an Avon lady. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, thought that was another like little historical like it puts you in the time period, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, they they've been great about that, putting little details like that in just to just to you know keep hinting back at the time. So yeah, like, like I said, I they she started discussing that, and I was like, that that has to be Avon. That's funny. Yeah. No, it is. It just would have been funny if it was Mary Kay, and she was like, you can get a a, a pink Model T if you sell enough. Yeah, right. (laughs) So we go from there to our one scene with uh, Rothstein. Um, I kind of wish they had more Rothstein. Like, they haven't had him much. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and um, I don't know if that's – and it's – I don't know how it's going to tie into everything else, but in this scene as well, I, like you said, we have so few scenes with Rothstein here lately, but every time so far, it's been about the World Series throw. So I don't know if that's going to like come back to bite some of the other characters in the ass, or if this is literally just affecting Rothstein for the time being, but... Yeah, it's, I don't know. I found it kind of weird that they just fo- anytime Rothstein was on screen, that's what they focused on was the the World Series throw, right? Because Which, and it's the, his lawyer friend, you know, that he's been talking to in every scene so far. Also, um, right? He's the only other person in the scene, and that's that's all they're talking about. Right. Which I I did, you know, like I told you, the nineteen twenty uh, nineteen nineteen World Series was huge, right? Right. You know, it, I get why they're still kind of maybe talking about because, like I said, it was such a big thing. And I do like that he does give the line, and this is what I was talking about. If you go back to episode, what is this at eight, seven, six? Was that five? Maybe when we were first talking about it, um, he says the line I was talking about that he gave it, um, a, a disposition where he said once he learned that the World Series was thrown, he didn't bet a penny. Right. But right. My, but right. mind you, at this t- before then. He had invested like three hundred and something thousand, and then won like three hundred and fifty thousand. So, but yeah, I was just like, okay, they're going over the de- 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 deposition that he's about to make, and he's saying word for word what was really yeah. Saying, which is oh cool. really? Yeah, that's, that's really funny. what he was. That was actually the real depo- deposition. I'm sorry, I cannot say that word right now. <laughs> um, but that was really his testimony that he gave at the grand jury. So I thought that was cool. You know, I, I, I love that. Um, I mean, he delivers it so well. And even his lawyer friends like it's not too late for you to, to become a lawyer, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make an honest profession. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I make my living honestly like, damn, that's pretty that's pretty screwed up <laughs> to tell a lawyer. So basically you're who saying you are. <laughs> this lawyer is uh, Bob Odenkirk from Breaking Bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like, you are a greasy piece of shit, and I hate you, and I do illegal things for a living. And but I'm I will still, hire you. Yeah. <laughs> I still consider what I do 
higher in rank than what you do as a lawyer. <laughs> like, God. But you know that's probably really what he's thinking. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, So from there we get to go with Nucky and he's uh, meeting. Uh, basically, he's getting the big the big players of the GOP. No. Yeah, yeah, they're here at the 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 pre-party, I guess, before right before the convention. Right, which they still have these. Um you'll see like um if you ever watch like CNN, Fox and stuff like that, when they have the DNC and the RNC and everything like that, you'll see that they still have these like fa- talking heads and stuff like that on and they're at these right. like events, right? right. Now, my co- and I should have looked this up being the host, but I wanted to ask you at this time period the Republican Party is how old? Like if we could guess, uh, what maybe a hundred years old? In the twenties, yeah, I'd say like a hundred. At at the most, a hundred, because yeah, Lincoln yeah. Lincoln was the first Republican uh, president, right? So Lincoln and I don't remember when Lincoln was elected, but it was uh, but Lincoln was the president during the Civil War, obviously. Yeah. So we're talking the Republican Party a hundred years at best, right? Right. At the max would be a hundred years. Would it still be called the GOP back then? Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly didn't look it up. I wrote it down I as an actual like question. Like I probably would have been. Um, like, how long has it been called? the? Uh, and if you don't know what GOP stands for, it's a grand old party. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure when that would have been. Uh, that name would have been implemented. I'm kind of curious. Like I should have, I like I said, I should have looked it up, but I intentionally didn't because I was like, let me like ask that so like people can like kind of you know think about it and wonder on their own. But I thought it was interesting. I mean, nonetheless. So we get to see that um, Nucky's basically rubbing elbows, whatever you want to say, with all the higher ups, and uh, he's meeting with uh, Senator. uh, It's not Edge. Because he's there in Edge's place. Uh, no, yeah, I've I've been referring to him as Senator Shooter McGavin because I really don't know. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name, like his his character name, but it's Shooter McGavin. Um, I didn't so, even realize that's the same actor. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> oh so Senator God. Shooter McGavin is uh, starts oh talking to him. <laughs> I didn't even think that was. Oh my God! I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like all I can think of now is shoot him again. Like he's gonna put on the green suit. Yeah. I mean, right. the, so the gold, the gold jacket. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's so speaking with Senator Shoot McGavin. <laughs> and we basically get to see like, oh, uh, uh, Warden Harding is the the new like the new the new kid, right? This yeah. is it. He looks like a pre- and I like how he even says he looks like yeah, a president. Yeah, he, he looks presidential. He talks he presidential. Yeah, he he really does. He's absolutely groomed to do <laughs> to do this. And he comes over and he's like talk. He talks like a politician. I mean, he's doing everything where he's basically like he's he is going to be president, right? As right. soon as he, as soon as Nucky sees him, he's like, this guy is going to be president. Yeah. Now, during the meeting, we get to see that there's a lady in the back, like trying to get in, and Nucky sees her. Now, this is yeah. where this is where I put Nucky on like an elevated platform of like politicians. Right. He says, and they've talked about this again and again. 
they don't want Wood to be president or the nominee because he'll lose because he's right. got these skeletons in his closet. And then right. they don't want – I can't remember the other name, um, the other uh, person. Well, we don't want him because he started the investigation. He's burned his bridges. Right. Right? So then all these people have their skeletons in their closet. Harding doesn't. Harding, right. they're like, no, he's a clean slate. And Nucky immediately is like, there's no such thing. Like in his head, he knows. Yeah. No, there's no such thing. It literally takes him five seconds. And yeah. he's like, he's like, oh, oh that there lady, it is. That lady has his kid. <laughs> yeah. That's not his wife. Yeah. Like, it's, so, not yeah even hit, it's not hidden. It's not a big surprise when you find it out. Like, right. I'm not doing a spoiler alert or anything because you know who that is. Right. Yeah, because it's it's a younger lady. She's holding a baby. She's trying to get in, and and you kind of hear um, uh, they. I think the uh, the film, the cinematography crew purposely, you know, let you hear a little bit of the conversation she's having with the doorman about yes. how yeah, yeah it was something about Harding and I, I need to go talk to him and, and blah blah blah. So you know, Nucky obviously notices this woman, and it's. It, I thought it cool that it was a distraction for him because he's sitting here talking to all of these top heads of the Republican right. Party, but he keeps glancing over and glancing over and, and you know, this is a distraction for him. And I think uh, the Senator Shooter McGavin notices that as well because he like immediately is like, OK, well, come on, we got other two, we got other people to talk to. So right. let's go. Um, so, you know, you can kind of tell that he noticed that Nucky was noticing this woman <laughs> right um so he went ahead and cut it short so that um you know nothing uh came up in conversation i feel like uh, to try to right i think yeah or, or to distract nucky to like hey don't never mind don't focus right now right right so you know nucky being uh like you said it kind of brought him brought him to an, the next level as far as a politician goes because he obviously does care for people he cares right. a lot for people and you know he wants to help people. you've said it before he genuinely wants to help other people he definitely has um a weak spot i've noticed for kids for kids and you know and uh, mother and, my and wife mothers are, right and mothers like that. and that's what we me and my wife were talking about a bit when we were watching this is that like he really does have this soft spot for single mothers i mean he's given money to um Oh man, what's her name? Uh, uh, Jimmy's wife, ex uh, Jimmy's uh, 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 Angela. 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 Thank you. He's given money to Angela, and you know because she's being a single mother, he takes an interest in this stranger, complete stranger. Yes. Uh, to try and to I, help her out, and I don't think he's taking interest in her. Just I think politics do matter. It does I, matter. But I think he's but he's very fat. Instead of just saying, "Hey, we'll pay her off," he's like, "I'll board her up. I'll have." Yeah. Um, he's trying to like take care of help her. out. Yeah, he's trying to help. Right. So yeah, you're right. It's it really you know gives Nucky that that other layer um, where you know that he is he's a I would say decent human being because you want to believe he is, but you still know who he is. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's such a complex character. Yeah, you, you just don't know. I don't know how to describe it's I mean it's kind of like what we've talked about with the real life Capone. You know with the real life Capone he he killed people, right? He was right. He, he I mean he more than likely Capone physically himself killed people, right? Oh, yeah. He 100% Absolutely. hired people to kill people, right? Right? But I can almost 99% say yeah, he probably beat a dude to death, right? Right. So, 
But at the same time, Capone did a lot of good for his community. He gave right. a lot. He, you know, he would hand out meals for Christmas. He would give out clothing. He would give money to people. Now, does that make him a good person? No, it does not. It right. does not make him a good person. Am I going to say that all Capone did was bad? No, I can't. Because in no. all honesty, he did some good things. Yeah. Right? You know, you can't take that. And I feel Nucky is essentially the same way. It's Yeah, he's. He's a dirty politician. We can't deny that one right. bit, right? But I do believe he also gives some good to the community. Now, yeah. is it ultimately good what he's doing? Uh, no, probably not. And yeah, and you kind of have to think about it. Like, it's it's weird that that behavior is so common in people that do bad things. It's kind of you start kind of thinking, well, is this kind of like your your penance that you're trying yeah. to? Get in there while you know. That's just, I honestly I think that's what it is. You're trying to offset all the evil shit you do with with helping some people <laughs> on the side. <laughs> that's that yeah. That's a really, like I mean that's honestly I think what it is. It's like oh I'll do this little bit of good. People won't ride me out and I'll yeah, feel right? better. I'll feel better about myself. Yeah, trying to trying to wipe some of that off your conscience a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that scene finally ends with uh, Nucky speaking with um, Harding's wife, who says that she spoke to a fortune teller and said her uh, husband would die uh, during the presidency, which in, in real life, it really happened. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't look it up, but I feel like they threw that in for a reason. I was like, I'll bet that dude died in office. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, Warden Harding died in office, if you don't know that. He had a massive heart attack, so... If you, if you don't want U.S. history spoiled for you, then... <laughs> Stop listening now. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. 1923, he's dead. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I I don't I Now, to be fair, was Warden Harding's wife this way? I don't know. I don't know on that. I don't know if she was really a believer in mystics and things like that. Right. I know Lincoln's wife was. Oh, really? Huh. Um, Lincoln's wife was very, very into the occult and... Um, there's a whole thing we could go in on that. You know, like she believed, you know, a lot of people don't know this. Lincoln had, um, it was either one or two kids actually die before he got to the presidency. You know, back then kids died. Oh, really? Died. Yeah, back then kids died, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was much more common. Yeah. Much more common. Um, but they had one child that died um, that was a very big impact to them. And um, her, his wife, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, um, she would hire mediums to come into the White House, and she would be like, "Oh, you know what? I did know that." Yeah, yeah she would be like, "Oh, I'm talking to our son and stuff like yeah. that." Like yeah. Mary Todd had a lot of a lot of mental problems, so huh. I don't know if Wharton Harding's wife is the same way, or if they kind of took from Lincoln. I don't know on that. Um, right. She she very well could be that way. I just don't know. Huh. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. So it's something I honestly I should have researched it. I honestly didn't, but uh, God, you suck. I know. I, <laughs> I need to, I'm giving up. Pod, I'm giving up podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll go from there. We get to see Michael Shannon and his wife. And okay, so before we go into this episode fully, what is Michael Shannon's religion? Do you I'd, know? No, I don't. But me and my wife were like, "This is some Puritan shit right here." Like, see, I thought. <laughs> It was more like Christian scientist. Oh, but really? I don't, but I don't know if Christian scientists were around back then. If, oh. if you believe enough in God, 
crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't think. There was a famous. Sorry I just, if that's what you believe. <laughs> sorry if you're a Christian science person. but No, but they believe that like like you if you have a headache, you don't even take aspirin. No, like, yeah, you, I don't you, I don't I don't follow that at all. So I don't know if he's this way. What makes me think that is just because of what happens. Right. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. So this is a but really I, roundabout yeah. way of going about this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I I just like I said, when we were first watching this, we we just thought it was so very Puritan. Um, Maybe that's the, what it is. The, the wife's style, also, it's you know very, very plain. plain. Yeah, very plain clothing. Their house is very plain. They have an open. I guess it's a Bible sitting there on a pedestal right there in the kitchen um, while they're having dinner. And in fact, um, there was this, the last scene we saw of them together in their house. I noticed that in the background in like, I guess the living room where they were sitting. So they just have like this open Bible in every single room that they're in, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And it's just there as like their reminder, which is what kind of made me think like, wow, they are very, uh, at least very strict Catholic or uh, not Catholic, but Christian could be yeah. Baptist. Uh, you know, that's, it's similar, but. I don't um, know. I don't think they're. Ca- I don't think they're Catholic. I no. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's something I have down in my notes. I was. I just was like, oh, what are they? Like, are they Christian scientists? I didn't even think about them being um, uh, Puritans. I didn't even. That honestly didn't even occur to me. Yeah. Uh. So, it's just something interesting because, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. Obviously, they're extremely religious. But right. They're having a conversation. His wife keeps bringing up that every 28 days she's reminded that she's not a woman. Right. Uh, basically, they're saying – not basically. They're just with, saying it without saying that she can't have a kid. She can't get pregnant. Right. And she's heard of a new procedure that supposedly yeah, a friend helps of hers women. Had that or something like that. Right. And Agent Michael Shannon wants nothing to do with it. Right. He's just like, no. He's like, if God wanted us to have a kid, he, we, he would give us a kid. Right. And she doesn't want to hear that because her whole thing is, no, I I am your wife. I want to give you a child. And, no, not even a child, a son. Cause she right. Says, she wa- I, I want to give you a son. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so she's she's feeling less of a quote unquote a woman because she can't have children. Right. And he's not wanting nothing to do with it. But at the same time, he's also like, oh, wait. I know of some money because he's been, you can see it's in his head. Right. I, I know some, because as we've seen, he's been taking money Now he's not right. using it for anything, but he's definitely hiding it. Right. He's, he's basically been, you know, him, him being posted up in the, uh, in the post office, he gets to decide what letters go out and what letters don't go out. And he's right. been uh, stashing away all the letters from Jimmy to his uh, baby mama uh, with all the money that you know he's been sending, so yeah, Agent Michael Shannon just has this drawer full of cash uh, at his post office location um, that surprisingly he hasn't touched. <laughs> like you said, yeah. it's just sitting there. Like he hasn't even course... bought like lunch one day. Like, oh yeah, man, right. I really want a burger. <laughs> hey, this this two dollar bill because there's some two dollar yeah, there's in some two dollar bills in there. <laughs> this two dollar bill will get me a couple burgers and some fries. Right? <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, you know, he just, he leaves it there. And of course, just like you said, she starts talking about this procedure and, um, how it costs like $200 or something like that. Two fifty. I, I got that number down okay, for whatever 250. reason. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, like you said, him being the super religious person that he is, he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm, we're not doing that. If God meant for us to have a kid, you yes. know, he, he would have done it. And I, I love her response. And that was that. Um, well, if God, um, what did she say? If God wanted us all to die of appendicitis, he wouldn't have given us a cure or something like that. So, yes. you know, she kind of gives a pretty good comeback to that, that, you know, and I didn't really realize that they had already had, you know, appendicitis procedures, um, in the twenties. I'm not a hundred percent sure when that started, but I don't know. Actually, that's something I should, I know that they've done tonsillitis, procedures for a long long time like that's back to like even ancient rome okay uh, so appendicitis i guess i actually don't know i'm sure it's probably just as old then and i'm just completely ignorant of when like yeah, medical I don't know. procedures um, actually uh ha- started I just, happening like that. i didn't think about looking that up so uh but yeah no it's yeah but she she's making a good point right right like you gave science if you believe in god then god also gave these scientists the ability to do these things. Yeah. So why not why not take it up, right? Right. Right. But then Michael Shannon looks at that as weakness. I mean, it's a back and forth, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I I thought it really odd that cuz I mean, she starts crying during this conversation also and Right. his reaction to that, like he just looks terrified in his face. This, you know, super hardcore um uh, a treasury agent that's going after these hardened criminals and you know murderers and everything like that. He just doesn't even know how to handle his wife no. crying. It's just so, just so odd. Devoid of yeah, emotion. yeah, exactly. That's it. Is that he just he has no emotion in him. He's just such a stone wall. Um, and yeah, I, I thought that was kind of a funny look at his character. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, we we've already known he's religious but now we right. get to see like oh the, he's this type of religious person yeah right? he is super religious <laughs> super he has his convictions and he's definitely yeah. not faulting faulting away from them right oh from there we gotta go to and sees the f- <laughs> the most old school stag party of all time oh my god <laughs> This is so gross. You've got five grown men yep. sitting in a room, which, mind you, one of those men is the guy from the previous it's, episode. Yeah, it's and I, we noticed that. We're like, wait a minute, isn't that like super vanilla sugar man yeah. himself? Golly like, gee whiz, yeah. shucks. He's over here drinking a bourbon, sweating, watching porn. <laughs> Being greasy as hell. Like, <laughs> watching, bro, watching I thought you were perfect. Porn. God yeah, dang right? it. No. I thought, you, oh, I thought this was leave it to Beaver Dad over here. No, nope. yeah. <laughs> it was not him. Which um, I I found it funny that they were even doing this. I mean, uh, apparently, and I don't want to dog anyone. Like, if, if you and your bros get together and, and watch porn together, that's it's whatever. But I've just it's never crazy. really seen that. Like, I don't want to. I'm sorry, dude, but I'm not going to sit down and watch porn with you. No, think, actually, no. Not now that I say that. Like, have we done that? And maybe I just don't remember. <laughs> you say that we did one time. Now that, now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, oh shit, we might have done that at one point in college. Oh my god, we did it once. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we get to see they're talking about who's picking up the money to. Uh, they're all work, they're all chipping in basically to help out. 
Eli yeah, says, they gave the, the courier the day off, so they yeah. have to figure out who's covering for what. So they are deciding that Eli is going to be the one, or Eli says he'll be the one that goes to the casino and right. uh, picks up the money. And they're like, are you sure about that? Which he's just like, no, he's like, it's cool. He's like, I'm coming back from a wedding. I'll yeah, be going, he's, I'll be going yeah, by. I'll be going by there anyway. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and pick it up. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're, like we said, in between their business conversations, they're talking about old school porn and sweaty i wonder what that smells like like just uh, the greasiest so, stuff <laughs> no that part is so gross i'm just like oh god like oh come on so um, glad that thing catches fire that thing yeah is so yeah gross. and then the, the the reel catches fire and they're like yeah whatever it's <laughs> too hot to watch yeah uh, right <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So with that, uh, we're going to take a little break and we're going to go and talk about uh, the history of grenadine and how it was used to liven up some horrible liquor back in yeah, the 1920s. Yeah, out the flavor. We'll be right back after we learn about the history of grenadine. Grenadine is a very popular non-alcoholic bar syrup. French in origins, the name is derived from the French word for pomegranate, grenade. The original recipes were simply pomegranate juice, sugar, and water. Over time, the syrup has lost most of its flavors and has become a standard high fructose type syrup. There are still some companies out there that make the syrup based on the original recipe, the most famous of which is Bowles, based in Europe. Grenadine is used in the famous cocktails Tequila Sunrise and Sea Breeze and the non-alcoholic drinks such as Shirley Temples and Roy Rogers. I hope you learned a little bit about Grenadine. Grab a glass of your favorite libation and let's get back to chinwagging. Uh, hopefully y'all learned a little bit about the history of Grenadine. Sweet, and... sweet Grenadine. <sighs> it's so good. Just add it to anything, and it immediately makes it taste a thousand times better. <laughs> Put it in your beer. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Sugar. Uh, so we get to go in with Nucky meeting with uh, Torio. Right. Torio. I'm trying to pronounce it right. I believe it is pronounced Torio. Torino. Grand Torino. <laughs> so... He's meeting with Jim. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he's meeting with Torrio. And uh, now it's kind of weird. So Nucky's meeting with him and he gets introduced to a judge. And basically like Nucky's seeing, oh, hey, this guy has a lot of pull, right? Like he's in the the scene. And well, at first oh, – Okay, I'm kind of like getting things twisted. At first, they're first talking about, oh, well, you're sending us this. We're, you're not giving us the alcohol as fast as we want it. We're having to use this cheap alcohol. Right. We're, having to, we're having to mix it with uh, rose water or something like that and grenadine. Right. Basically to make it Excuse me. palatable, which is this was the this was how cocktails first got started. Like sweet cocktails, not like you had like old fashions and stuff like that before this. Right. But sweet, sweet cocktails came about because of prohibition. Because the horrible, horrible taste of the liquor that was getting distributed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> had to be you covered up, or you couldn't drink it. Yeah, you could not. You couldn't. You could not drink it unless you were covering it up. 
we're finding out like that Nucky apparently is not supplying him fast enough. Right. And he's going through it extremely fast. And he's not mad about it, but he's not happy. Right. And uh, we get to see that he's that Torrio's very connected. He's got a judge there, and he basically even says something like, "Oh, look, you don't know everybody." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, of course, because Nucky is uh, doing a, a bit of homework even while he's here, trying to uh, get some information on all these politicians that he's meeting right. with. Um, and uh, particularly Harding, you know, because he doesn't know him very well, and he knows he's from know, yeah, Ohio. He wants to know the, ho- the horse he's betting on, he wants to know how that's right. Going. And um, they even mention um, while they're talking. Uh, well, yeah, the judge is from Ohio, and so um, Torio brings him over to talk with Nucky. You know, introduce him, and um, they mention. And I didn't know this, but uh, you know, they mentioned that. It's six presidents came from Ohio. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was kind of funny. I didn't know that. And it, um, it was kind of a fun detail to have learned. But he was like, yeah, they know what they're doing over in Ohio. They've There's been six presidents from Ohio. So. Which I think there's actually more now. If I, I, I could be wrong. But, no, Ohio has had a bunch. Huh. Like they really have. Uh, they're on up there with Illinois. Illinois and yeah. Ohio have had, I think, the most, if I remember right. That's nuts. And uh, now what's kind of unusual is you get to see the uh, dynamic between Nucky and uh, Torrio. And so, like, James comes in and James is basically, like, surprised to see Nucky. And he's basically questioning him why he's there. Right. And Nucky's like, I've been coming here since before you were born. Yeah. <laughs> and Torrio even makes a little comment, like, who you, well, who do you think started that fire, right? You know, yeah. Like the, the yeah. Chicago fire. Uh, but that makes me kind of wonder, are Nucky and Torrio friends? Yeah, like, right. Like, they, they obviously know each other, yeah, from a while back. Um, he, you know, just like you said, Nucky's been coming here for, since before. Uh, Jimmy was born. So, yeah, you're right. It it does kind of lend that Nucky and Torrio know each other and have a pretty, pretty uh, far back reaching relationship. Right. That's how I put it. So I kind of like was looking at it. Right. And so they're meeting with uh, this judge. Um, I didn't write his name down. Oh, Gra- Graves. Judge Graves. Yeah. I, I should have looked him up. I didn't. I don't know. If he was a big deal or not, I, I honestly don't know. Um, and then we get to see that he's basically being bought off, you know, like he's having, right, like hookers and stuff. Yeah, which, it was funny. Like Torio makes a big like deal about how he had to bring in the black girl. Yeah, yeah. like just like he's like I had to specially bring her in just for this. Like, yeah. So it lets you know if he is doing. I mean, this sounds weird to say it like this, but I mean, let's be honest. Like we like we've talked about the room they're sitting in is the product room. Right. That's right. what we're calling it. He's having to specially bring in this specialty product. Right? <laughs> right. I'm putting quotations on this, but that's what he's doing. So obviously this guy's a big deal. If you're right. paying extra money to bring in this special hooker. I mean, he's one individual. He's a judge. So, yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, ob- yes, he's. A he's very he's big buying deal. some influence right here. <laughs> No, yeah, I guess he was what he called it. Your honor, can you come here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, he just kind of—he didn't even like stand up to call at him. He just kind of like leans back in his chair. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, Your Honor, come right. over here, Your yeah. Honor." <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you kind of see it's uh, Torio obviously has some pull with this guy, which is, I'm sure, very, uh, a very lucrative contact to have, uh, considering oh, yeah. he's a judge. So, yeah, they're sitting there meeting with him, and that's like you said when we first see uh, Jimmy. Um, doing his job of, of of bouncing some scumbag uh out of the out of the establishment here and um it's the first time that jimmy and nucky have seen each other face to face since he had to leave uh, right. atlantic city so it's a big uh kind of powerful little moment that they have there jimmy is obviously very surprised to see nucky um it, nucky is surprisingly happy to see James, uh, considering, yeah. you know, where they left off in Atlantic City. Um, but yeah, in in his face, in Steve Buscemi's supremely great acting face, you can kind of see... Like, sunken eyes. Yeah, right. <laughs> crazy eyes. The depth, <laughs> the depth and emotion of those crazy eyes. Yeah. But yeah, you, you really do see it that he's like... I, I I missed you know he has that kind of face where it's like I haven't seen you in a while it's it's good to see you um, of course that's kind of short lived because Nucky has to you know he he starts bringing in the fact that wow you're you're dressed really well you're you're looking good is that a new suit and yeah <laughs> you know he and which he brings up for a reason. Yeah, because he thinks that James isn't sending his wife any money. Exactly. So he, you know, Nucky is kind of uh, trying to hint and bring up the fact that, like, and and he even says it whenever whenever Nucky's about to leave. Um, he tells Jimmy, like, next time you think about buying a new watch, don't. And then which, go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. And basically, Nucky's telling him like. Don't buy don't buy a new watch. Send it to your family back home. And of course, Jimmy has this super confused look on his face because he has been sending money. <laughs> See, I took it more that he would he took it as well. I'm sending him money. Maybe I'm not sending them enough. Oh, like, maybe because he didn't question it. He yeah, wasn't yeah. Like I'm sending money. He was. He never once said I am sending the money. It's it was basically like crap. Am I not sending them enough? Yeah, you know, I guess like, I, yeah, I didn't think about that. That's yeah. that was more because he never once said, "Hey, look, I'm sending the money, man. I don't know what you're talking about." Right. And so I that was what was kind of weird to me. He never once questions like, "Oh, I am sending the money." He's basically like, "Man, maybe I'm not sending him enough." Like that's how I took it. Okay. <clears throat> I, I I mean I really don't know, but that's I don't know. That that was I my definitely did. Uh, you know it left kind of a, a bad taste in my mouth the way that scene ended, because like you said, I, I absolutely expected Jimmy to say something. I don't know if that was him just trying to be proud and not bring up the fact or, or what, but, um, it could be either I, or, I mean, yeah, I, I expected him to say like, I am, I am sending money, but he didn't, he just kept his mouth shut. So, um, that's pretty much where we leave off with their little interaction there. Right. We go from there to seeing um, Eli is with his wife, and they're um, he he just leaves her in the car. Yeah. So when we were watching this, my wife was like, "Is he leaving her in the? Is he leaving her in the car?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." I was like, "But you got to realize 
and like I explained to her, I was like, at this time period, time period, and especially in that city, they looked at it as like, I mean, look at these guys are walking around the boardwalk with five thousand dollars in their wallet, right? Or in their like your little uh, courier case, right? Because yeah. that, that's what that one guy had when he got knocked over, right? They're not thinking, oh, he's leaving her in the car. It's not that big of a deal. Like it's like, oh, she's safe. It's fine, right? Right. You know, it's kind of weird to see that, but. I guess I was like, well, I know that's what their mentality is. So I also Eli's- thought it was like kind of a, you know, you just wait in the car because I'm I'm going in to do business now. This is, you know, uh, I'm just going in to get the money. I'm doing. I'm working right now. Right, it's just, a chore. Yeah, just sit tight. I'll be right back. Um, th- th- this is man's work. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's from uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, for those of you who uh, <laughs> don't know. I always thought that was the funniest thing in Rudolph. I was like, this, no. The, his wife, uh, Donner's wife, wants to go with him to search for Rudolph. He's like, no, this is man's work. I'm like, okay, shit. No. I don't remember this. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta watch that movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I feel like that's what Eli's doing. It's just like, just just hang hang tight. I'm just running in. I'm, I'm doing my work. Okay. Uh, doing business, and then I'll be right back. So he goes in, and um, it's being, we they've got mask on, but uh, the casino's being robbed and uh right eli comes in basically wrong time wrong wrong spot right i mean that's all it is yeah because it's in the middle of of the process and you know we learned last episode exactly who's doing this so yeah yeah we we know who it is right um it's the uh delisimo brothers yeah the italians (laughs) the italians uh and I will, I will say this about Eli. He is being loyal to the max. He's like, no, he reaches for his gun. Yeah. You know, he's not going down without a fight. Right. Now, is he in a losing situation? O- obviously, uh, yeah, he is. Because he gets shot the fuck up. So. And that was a <laughs> real, real big surprise. I mean, you know, you kind of had a feeling something was going to happen because when he first walks in, it's dead silent. And I mean, this is a casino. And you, know, right. you expect, like, people and he even he you know he says the same things like what's what's going on here where's everyone where's all the people and um yeah that's when he gets jumped basically and shot and i mean that was a big shock especially i mean his the actor his uh reaction it was just very like oh shit eli is about to die right now like <laughs> i cannot believe yeah. he just got shot i mean this is this is the first real big main character that is in some real peril. So it yes. was, um, you know, it was a very big surprise to me watching it. No, it is because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. So from there, we get to see Nucky's getting told. Well, Nucky's having dinner with uh, Senator Edge. Yeah. And they're like talking about the meat or whatever. Because <laughs> it's like, what is it? It's, he even says it's like they can say, well, because, you know, uh, Chicago's known for their steaks. Right. And. He's basically like, it's really not all that great. And yeah. he's like, like, well, you've never paid for a meal. And he even yeah. says, like, what is it? Well, the best steakhouse I've ever been in is in Washington, D.C. Like, bro, you're a prick. Yeah, like, right. 
You could have said the best steakhouse I've ever had is in New Jersey where I'm representing. Yeah. But no, it's it's Washington. That's all he cares about. Yeah, that's that's the only thing he's thinking about is Washington and getting to Washington and doing whatever he needs to do to get to Washington. <laughs> Just stay and do whatever and never have to pay for anything ever again. Right. That's all it is. So they're eating and uh, Nucky gets interrupted from um, Eddie and we – we we know what he, it is because he even says, is it bad or something like that? Um, he leaves and he gets on the phone and where I thought the first call he would do would be to his brother. Right. Or his brother's wife. Right. Or the hospital. No, it's to Margaret to say, he hey. calls Margaret. And it's not a, hey, my brother's been shot. I need someone to talk to. It's a, hey, my brother's been shot. I need you to hide my dirt. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he calls Margaret and tells her, like, I need you to go to my office at the hotel right now. Find the ledger in the top drawer of my desk. Do not open it. Right? <laughs> Do not. Do not open the ledger. Just take it out of the desk. Go hide it. And you and your kids stay at my place at the hotel and lock up and just wait there till I call you back. Do not open the ledger. <laughs> <laughs> like, he could not be more obvious. Like, yeah. hey, illegal. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, by the way, random little thing, period time piece. Nucky sitting in that phone booth. How weird is that? I know, right? right? That there's, yeah, you have a phone booth, and there's a bench in there that you can sit down at and have your conversation. I have less, I have less privacy when I'm sitting in a John in the bathroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, which is where I make my phone calls. So, which is <laughs> where I do my phone business. This guy is in a booth, soundproofed, lights overhead. Yeah, right. Like, it was weird to me. I was like, man, this is crazy. Because you and me are basically the same age. When right. I think of when I think of phone booths, I don't even think of the Superman phone booths. You know where it's like the uh, the little like sliding door, yeah, or whatever. No. You know what I'm talking about? There's you no have to case. Stand. Yeah, you stand no, at the at the payphone. The payphone. <laughs> yeah. Right. And there's like the little plastic that goes in front of yeah, your head, that's and that's it. about it. When I think of phone booths, that's what I think of. Yeah. This guy's like in a wooden phone booth. Yeah, super with like, fancy. <laughs> those seats are probably heated. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, we get to see uh, Nucky's meeting with James. and Yeah, he's basically going the only place that he has to go at the moment where he can trust somebody. Because right now their entire operation is in turmoil. Nucky's away from Atlantic City. The man in charge of Atlantic City has just been shot. I mean, there's some real shit going on. So, you know, Nucky goes to the closest place he has to uh, discuss what's going to happen next. Right. And so he goes and he's uh, talking to James and he's basically telling James, like, I need you. James isn't really wanting to hear it because James is like, well, you basically cast me out. Yeah. He he even mentions, like, you looked at me like I'm, I was nothing earlier. Like, you looked right through me, basically. <laughs> like, Which I don't think Nucky did that. I think that's I didn't James. think so either. I didn't think so I, either. I think, yeah, I think Jimmy was just, uh, this is a bit of his uh, big-headedness coming through. Like, he he felt like he deserved more of a more recognition from Nucky uh, yeah. when they first saw each other, which 
I guess I can understand. You guys haven't seen each other in a while, but I thought Nucky was perfectly, you know, I he had the reaction I feel like should have should have been. He he yeah. he reacted the way I thought he he should have. So, um, yeah, I think I think Jimmy just kind of got a big head there for a minute, and he's still kind of showing that off now, saying that like, oh well, whatever, you treated me like trash earlier. So and he says, "What is he?" says like, "This is a seventy dollars suit." Yeah, like, he brings really? that up like. <laughs> And I got Nucky, Nucky's like, like, you don't hide anything. Like, basically, like, dude, stop gloating. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, like, first okay. First off, you well. have one suit that, okay, we're going to skip over the fact right. this dude has been wearing that suit. It's the one suit <laughs> that he went and got fitted with Al. That suit, that guy stinks. I was going to say, that, that suit reeks right now. Of course it did when he got orange and juice on wool. it. It looks like wool. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so sure it's like it is a full, holding yeah, in a all wool of the three-piece suit. So I'm sure it's sweaty as shit. But <laughs> <laughs> but but like I said, he did immediately when he got orange juice on it um, a couple episodes back. Like he immediately went to go wash that shit off. So I guess right. he takes care of it. But <laughs> but still, uh, the- dude, you're wearing this one suit. 24 hours like the dude sleeps in this suit (laughs) (laughs) like bro you you reek get a a new suit man (laughs) at the bare minimum get another button-up shirt yeah (laughs) yeah exactly you've been wearing the same blue shirt for three episodes dude (laughs) so he's meeting with jimmy and he, I was surprised at the deal he gave him. Yeah, um, yeah. It was what it was. Five um, percent by boat, ten percent by will. Yeah. of any liquor that. But I mean, comes. it was a it's, a it's a cut of the profits that he's making. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big, lot of money. That's a lot. <laughs> that's like a partnership kind of deal that he's getting right now with Nucky. I'll take ten percent of any McDonald's. Do- like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean. That's a lot of money. I was kind of surprised that he gave him such a good deal. And you can tell Jimmy is obviously interested. Yeah. He doesn't flat out say, yes, I'm coming. Yeah. He still gives him the gives him the hard ass like, I got to think about it. But but he's coming back. Let's be be honest. He's coming. back. Yeah. You (laughs) can definitely see that. I mean, this is exactly what Jimmy has been wanting for since the beginning. He's been wanting to be part of the operation. He wants to cut of the operation. And now. He's been afforded this opportunity to um, actually get in on it now that Nucky needs basically an army. Nucky wants right. to. Nucky knows at they are. They're at war. He mentions, you know, he goes back to the uh, the courier that got held up and robbed. Um, you know, Eli getting shot. Nucky knows that somebody is after him, and he needs to he needs to stock up on his uh, on his resources now. So yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. And he is, so, uh, he does get uh, kind of introduced a little bit there to uh, Richard Haro, which um, he's kind of standing in the background. He came with Jimmy because, you know, Richard is Jimmy's, uh, Jimmy's new, new muscle. So he's there with him. And uh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would honestly call him more of like a partner. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. even just say, like, I mean, it is, it is muscle. It is his muscle. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. And we talked about that Jimmy's in the last episode. Bi- Jimmy's also willing to get dirty, and I don't think he would ask 
Haro to do anything that he yeah. himself would Yeah, do. you're right. They're, they kind of have a brother, you know, brotherhood. Uh, they're, they have a connection with each other because of their yes. wartime past. So, yeah, you're right. They're more of a partnership. Yeah. So we go from there. We get to see uh, Margaret's brought the kids in. Um, they're at Nucky's place at the Ritz-Carlton. Right. And she's pulling out the... Um, the she finds the the uh, the the ledger right yeah she goes and, to the office uh, and finds the ledger there in his drawer and she's obviously struggling on what she should do and she gets a weird phone call now we don't find out in this who that phone call is right right, right. i'm right like, like i'm correct on that right yeah i honestly don't remember who it is who do you think it is i thought I... it was michael shannon oh really he wants to hear her voice. That would make so, sense. He's so obsessed with her. He wants it to be like he wants to hear her. Well, no, but I, just thinking about the situation, because nobody knows that Margaret is there except for Nucky. And that's that's the way he wanted it. That's why he called Margaret is because right. she's the only person that he can trust at the moment to just do what he asked her to do and, you know, go get the ledger and hide it. She's pulls it out. She's about to open it, which uh, once again, don't do open not the ledger. Open the ledger, <laughs> and she's about to open it, and that's when she gets this phone call. And of course, it's just a you know a silent call. She she answers, which catches whoever is on the other end off guard because they don't respond at all. Um, right. But that's the thing is that number one, I don't know who would be calling Nucky. At his at this penthouse at this hour, um, yeah, I don't. I, and two, why would they not say anything? The only, but they make noises. They make noises like you hear somebody oh, in really? the background. I didn't, I didn't catch that, huh? You hear like it's okay if I'm to anticipate if I'm to like try to mimic the sounds you hear. Uh, uh like it's like. I don't know. You hear something like a guy. Like it sounds is like it a man's male voice? voice. It is okay. Because my but, first. Well, thought, I think it is. I think it is. My first thought was Lucy. Like, see, I could see that too. Maybe Lucy looking for Nucky, and she knows that he's there, or she thinks that he's there. But then Margaret answers. So, so she's, she's Lucy's old school drunk dialing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like she's like drunk exactly. like on the operator. Operator. Yeah. <laughs> connect get this booty me. call connected. Connect me to the Rich Carlton. <laughs> so that that, oh was, my God. that was the first thing that popped into my head. The other thing that popped into my head was possibly the Italians, like checking to see if he oh. was there before they go and pounce. But they, you know, somebody answered they didn't expect. So possibly that, you know, backed him off. There's I didn't I there's didn't a couple think of, of different, you know, people that could have been um but that's that's the only time they even focused on that call was when it happened and it never went back to it throughout the whole episode. No. So And I don't think it does I don't think it does. I think it's meant to be us like wondering who was that? And uh, that's weird. That's so weird. And it it's so honestly it 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 caught me off guard because the scene itself was already tense. I was completely expecting the Italians to show up to this office, like yeah. from the from the beginning of the scene. I was like, oh my god, 
Margaret and her kids are about to die right now. Like I was. But so to be tense fair, this is honestly this. this is this makes it even more creepy and more tense. With her doing this, that's honestly what it does to me. It's more creepy now, right? Because right. you don't know. We don't know who it is. Yeah. So from there, we get to go and we get to see. Uh, Nucky is meeting with um, the. He's at the convention hall where they're going to be having the whole uh, RNC, the whole right, voting, the actual voting. The actual voting, which is which is kind of cool that they actually show this because that's really what the hall would have looked like. Yeah, um, it looks very uh, you know old school like political rally kind of thing. It's <laughs> yeah, and that's really like I've, I've, there's a couple of actual photos from the 1920. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, and it does look like that. It's a very long haul, yeah. which was kind of it was interesting, you know. And so Nucky's meeting with uh, Senator uh, uh, Shooter, uh, Shooter, Shooter. Yeah, Shooter McGavin. McGavin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to forget this. And he's basically telling him, hey, um, your man Warren is my man because – Senator Edge fucked me over. Yeah. Like, that's what he's telling him. Yeah. Once again, back to the uh, back to the road money. Um, That's. Yeah. Really all Nucky is is interested in at the moment <laughs> is getting. That right, but, th- but that's a big but it's a big deal to him. It's you had this basically the way I look at it is Nucky's telling Senator Edge you had one thing and one thing only to give me. Right. And this and that was this. Right. And. Edge and you said, screwed me over. Fu- yeah, you screwed me over hard. And he gave so, it to uh, we um, during the uh, pimp cup episode, I guess, to the Democrat. Yeah, to the Democrat to the- that was there. He gave it. He gave the money to him instead. So Nucky is pissed. <laughs> and yeah, because you went against up- the party, right? You did you? You went against me, who made you, right? And you went against the party. And so now Nucky is setting up to uh, totally screw over Edge, and uh, he's going to go with uh, Harding instead. So we get to um, go from there, and well, and, and Jay- this is the conversation. Oh, just okay. b- before we move on, this uh, conversation he's having with uh, Senator Shooter McGavin is where they bring up um, the Ill- illegitimate child. And why? Oh yeah. Oh yes, yes. And this is where Nucky's like, "I will take care of that." Don't worry about it. Um, I'll take her out to Atlantic City. I'll put her up in a house. I'll, I will take care of this as long as you play ball with me. And, yeah. you know, I'll I'll get rid of any mud that could be slung. You just make sure that this is the guy that's going to win. And I will make sure that he is the one that's going to win it. <laughs> I'll, I'll use my yes. pull. Right. No, I completely forgot. That's where. Yeah, that's that's his contribution to it. And he knows that that's going to help him out later on. So from there we go. And uh, Jimmy's making a call to his uh, mom. Right. And it's he's basically telling her, like, hey, I've been given this opportunity. You know, he's wanting her advice on what to do. Right. That's kind of how I took it. She. And he even mentions it like he obviously knows a little bit about Lucky because he yeah. even says, like, well, who's this Lucky? Yeah. Character? What do you know about this Lucky guy? And she never answers. Like, yeah. That's where it cuts off because it's like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> I so, can tell uh, you he has gonorrhea. <laughs> I can't tell you he has gonorrhea. I can't tell I can't... you how I know that. <laughs> 
And I can tell you, as a horse dick, yeah. as, as she puts it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say where I've heard this from, but. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, he tells his mom that, you know, he might be coming back to Atlantic City and. Um, we 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 didn't really get a resolution from them as to whether or not she has this blessing, but I'm I'm guessing that uh, she would be totally fine with her little baby Jimmy boy coming back and uh, oh yeah being in in Atlantic City. So oh, she would be a hundred percent. Yeah, that's right. all she cares about. But um, it is it is kind of odd that they brought up Lucky because we haven't seen him at all this episode. We saw him in the last episode making the deal for the casino, but it kind of made me think maybe Jimmy knows or has, has an idea that lucky is the person that he is going to be going after for Nucky. Okay. Like the, 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 the entire thing, the, why would he even bring up lucky in that situation? If Jimmy didn't already have an idea that this is the guy that's causing all these problems. So I need to learn about him. I need to find out what he's doing you know where he is what's going on with this guy so jimmy's already doing his homework that's a good observation wow so yeah jimmy's already doing his homework for for who he's targeting um, yeah to to come back to atlantic city and start uh, cleaning up so yeah no that's a good observation i i honestly i i hadn't even thought about it that way from there we get to see Nucky's uh, checking out, and he's just tipping like a fat one. Yeah, yeah, just throwing cash <laughs> around. <laughs> and uh, we get to see Senator Edge coming out. Senator Edge has heard that um, he's leaving right. and that his votes aren't going how he wanted them, right. and Ed- Edge is pissed, right? Yeah. So, and he Edge shows his character in this when Nucky starts talking to him, and he even says, and he's like, you're speaking to a... A uh, U.S. senator, and Nucky's basically like, "I don't give. A I don't shit. give a fuck who I'm talking to." <laughs> you're, he's like, he he's basically like, "You're not not going to meet anybody when I'm done." And then he says yep. the best line, the best uh, to me, with the best line of the entire episode, when he's like, "It says something about the White House." He's like, "The only fucking way you're seeing the inside of the White House is with a goddamn what is it? He says with a goddamn uh, paid tour. Yeah, with one of the like, tours. Yeah. With a fucking a, a fucking paid tour or something. <laughs> Massive insult, right? Yeah. Like he's basically telling him you're nothing. Yeah. You will be nothing once I'm done with you. Like I've already made sure that you will not be in the White House. Thanks for yes. playing though. <laughs> like you wanted to be vice president, you'll be nothing. Yeah. So we then get to see I guess this is kind of the final decision maker for James. Yeah. He's watching Capone, uh, Capone and well, the Italians, they're all playing, um, uh, uh, some card game. I honestly didn't, I couldn't tell what it was. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But, and, and now that, you know, we've come to the scene, I realized we didn't even talk about the fact that Nucky brought this up in their little meeting that they had, um, previously with, uh, between Jimmy and Nucky that, um, Nucky reminds Jimmy that, like, y- you're Irish, you will never be part of Torrio's gang because they're no. all Italian. And in this scene, we see Al and all and Torrio sitting down at the table playing cards with a bunch of other guys. And they're all speaking Italian. They're all buddy, buddy, whatever. And Jimmy's just standing in the background like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> did you catch what they did? I thought this was very cool. So they first have it translated when you're watching the episode. Right. They first have it translated what they're saying, 
halfway through the episode, they stop translating it. Right. And so you get to see... I don't know what Capone says when he's laughing at this point. Why is Johnny standing up? Why is he doing this? I don't know. And right. J- we now get to see from James' perspective. You get a, you get I, an idea of what he's going through. Yeah. Right. That you are not you're not involved in that. That's right. not your business. You will basically what you said. You'll be there, but you will never be one of them. Right. So it's like I said. I I look at it. It's a final decision maker for him. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. So. We go from there and we get to see um, Nucky's riding back on the train with Eddie and the mistress of uh, Harding. She's reading her poem, which we get for the title for the episode. And we see that she's – it's a different type – she's a different type of mistress. Right. It's not a mistress where it's – Oh, um, I think I like the way she looks and she's looking at him like, oh, he's got money and that's it. Nucky even says he's like, she's in love with him. I was going to say she's not. um, Yeah, she she's under the impression that she matters uh, to. Yes. Yeah. To um, what's his name? Harding. Harding. Um, And I I guess Harding, that's kind of his own fault for leading her on. And continuing yeah. to lead her on, but yeah, she's obviously not one of the the types like um, old wig lady, where she understands her <laughs> role. She knows that she's a mistress. She knows that she's only there, you know, for his pleasure, and she's gonna collect as much money as she can to set herself up later in life. Um, this girl is believes that she's something important, um, right? And like you said, like yeah, she's in love with him. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> we find we found out that uh, while they're in the train, they're you know she's reading back this poem that he totally wrote for her, and uh, you you educated me on that that this is some poem he wrote for somebody else at some right. point. <laughs> well, and if you remember right, when he's talking to Senator uh, Shooter McGavin, he even right. says the child with the mistress or like with the girl and. He even says which one. He yeah, even, like, yeah, exactly. Like, he has multiples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and then we find out that um, he got the nomination. Harding got the nomination. And right. Says, what is it? The dumb bastard is going to be the next president yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was kind of funny because Nucky does not really care for the guy. <laughs> right. No, so, it's it's all the politics for him. That's it. Yeah. Uh, from there, we get to see that. Um, it's kind of like a, not a montage, but it's a, a two different kind of things happening. We get to see Agent Michael Shannon's written his wife um, a letter, and well, he he, he has, received yeah he received a letter from his wife with a with the advertisement for right. the procedure that she had brought up earlier in the episode, and you know he's kind of torn up, and obviously he wants he wants a son that'd be great right, um, and so he starts taking all the money out of the drawer. That he's been keeping, uh, right. that James has been sending to his baby his mama. Baby mama. And he starts collecting all this money. At that point, I was like, oh my God, he's about to use all this money and send it off to his wife to get the procedure right. done. Uh, and, you know, obviously the, your feelings towards Agent Michael Shannon are kind of conflicted at the moment because... 
I mean, he's Agent Michael Shannon. You got to love that. But <laughs> he's he's kind of going against our quote heroes of the show. The principles. You know? Right. And he's starting now. He, yeah, he's been straight up guy throughout the show until now. And he's starting to go back on his principles. He's stealing money to send for his own his own gain. Right. Um, so you get kind of a kind of a new perspective on that character. Um, right. A right. negative perspective. Well, you start to, and then you see, oh, he finally sent her all the money. Yeah, right? yeah. But and yeah, it shows his wife opening this letter and reading that, like, you need to trust in God. You're not going to, you know, we're not going to do this. You just keep believing in God. And it's kind of a relief. You're like, okay, this dude's like just he's so straight and narrow that yes. he he couldn't even steal this money, which like his said, own spouse. Right. And I mean, it's it's dirty money. I mean, this money right. is being made by dirty means. It's it's illegal what they're doing, everything like that. So him coming from his, you know, background, being an uh, IRS agent, he could totally take it. And just say, oh, whatever. This was evil money. If I had to take it, it was evidence. It was evidence. right. It was right. evidence. He... So he could have gone that way, but he didn't. And instead, he went ahead and forwarded to Jimmy's baby mama all the money, like everything, all of it, like a fat stack. Yeah. Like that's a nucky stack. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's a... <laughs> and he he did he did the quote right thing. And that's the thing. It, it kind of blurs the lines there, like. Is was that the right thing? Like I said before, that's technically dirty money. It is to go, right. you know, to help Jimmy's son. Honestly, you know, when it comes down to it, that that was what that money was for. But right, like I said, it, it kind of blurs the line between what is actually good and what's not good in this show. It's um, it's really weird, right? <laughs> because it's like, would it be better if he had given it to his wife and then he could have a child because his wife can't have a child? Is that necessarily wrong? It's like what? right, yeah, yeah. Legally, legally, it is it's wrong. wrong. But you know, it was for a good cause. Can you, you know? can you call? Can you understand why somebody would do that? Right, right. Can you sympathize? Yes, you can. You know, it's just, but it's the same thing. The money that he has is dirty, and okay, I'm going to give that to his wife. I'm going to give her dirty money because that's what it was intended for. You know, like legally, is that right? Yeah, it's the legally right thing to do. But it's also at the same time, it's like, man, like, you know, he's also, like you said, he's making this money doing a horrible thing. Right. You know, why should I help him out? Yeah, whatever, exactly. You know? So it is, it's a very conflicting way of looking at a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yep. So we get to see, then she's counting it out. Like, obviously she's really happy because this is going to help her out. But, you know, she's behind on her grocery can, bills yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, pay her $11 grocery bill. <laughs> right? Mind you, a toaster cost $9 back yeah. then. So, just <laughs> like, saying. Uh, man, I, I wish I wish my grocery bill was $11. <laughs> inflation. Yeah. Uh, so we get to see that. His wife then is obviously very upset because of what's happened, you know, um, and yeah, well, and obviously I'm pretty sure this is going to come back with Michael Shannon and his wife. <clears throat> so from there we get to see Nucky goes in to talk to Eli. He finally goes season. to see Eli yeah, in, in Atlantic City now that he's back. And 
he's they've never had something like this happen. Obviously, it's a big deal, right? And so Eli, he's not mad at Eli for, and you can't be mad at Eli, right? Yeah. Uh, like and, you said earlier, I mean, he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was a freak, horrible accident. And you get to see Nucky being a big brother in a way. He's showing him, hey, I left. I care about you. You know, I could have stayed, but I didn't. And yeah. they're wanting to find out what happened, and they're wanting to get to the bottom because this is new territory to them. Right. And you, you mentioned that, like, he's he's being a big brother. This is really the first time we see Nucky, like – not blaming Eli for something that right. went wrong. And I thought right. that was a really big, important part because we've said it before multiple times. Like Nucky is very hard on Eli. He, you know, treats him like he's just this incompetent little brother. And yeah. in this scene, we finally see Nucky saying like, do not blame yourself. This was not your fault. Somebody is coming after us and we're going to find out who it is. Yeah. And we're going to take care of this. Um, and we're going to murder them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a really, uh, it was a powerful scene to see Nucky, you know, finally, like you said, being a big brother, being yeah. protective of his of his little brother, Eli, <laughs> instead of, you know, telling him that he screwed up again. <laughs> and slapping him across the yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. Pointing the, the I feel like the the most uh, degrading of all of those little nucky uh, towards Eli things was when he's he goes to visit Mickey Doyle after he first gets caught, and he's like, "Use your fucking skull next time." He like oh, pushes he his head with this. It still so makes me mad. Yeah, it's like it so still makes me mad. Like, don't you fucking poke my head, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I still get mad. I'm not even yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, yeah, so Nucky finally shows that side of him, right? So from there we get to see uh, goes back to Margaret. She's apparently been sitting, I assume, in this chair all night. Yeah, right. Like she's been there all night contemplating whether or not she's gonna open this ledger because it's like daytime now. Yes. <laughs> And her conscience says, open that the fuck up. Do not open the ledger. (laughs) Well, she opens it. And it's, she finally, I I don't think she fully understands what Nucky's involved in, but she gets a very good taste when she starts saying, oh, here's hundreds of dollars here. Here's hundreds of dollars here. This is, she starts seeing the numbers. I think she absolutely knows what he's into now. now You think so? She started seeing this. Yeah, she's absolutely knows what's happening. I mean, it's said it before in the series that she's she's a very smart person. She's very learned. She's read all of her life. Uh, She had the opportunity to, you know, read this ridiculously large library worth of books. So she's a very smart person. And when she first opens the ledger, she starts seeing all these numbers. With the description of what these numbers mean right next to him, I yes. have a feeling she completely understands what's happening now. The okay. thing is, is it, and it's hard to tell, but I feel like she kind of had an idea that Nucky was involved in this world already. But now with this ledger, it solidified in her head that, okay, Nucky is the one supplying. Yeah. liquor to to Atlantic City. Um 
I'm and not, not only supplying liquor, you're supplying liquor and you're making this type making of money. Making tons of cash off of it. Like um, some of those numbers are like six hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, and this is nineteen like six money, digits. Right? Yeah, there's yeah. like hundreds of thousands of dollars being paid, and like you said, I mean that's a shit ton for one year, even now. Yeah, like if you're making six figures a year, you're fucking rich. This dude is yeah. making six figures per transaction yeah. in the twenties. Like that I is can't... filthy fucking. <laughs> Rich. I can't even imagine. Like, I cannot even imagine. Um, but yeah, I have a feeling that Margaret knows exactly what's happening now. And um, that the the thing is, like I, like I was saying earlier, I feel like she had the idea that that was the case, but she hasn't been acting on it because she didn't have proof. Now that she does have proof, I wonder what exactly she's going to do with that, that knowledge. Because... She obviously, you know, really enjoys her current lifestyle that she's being afforded. Right. Um, but she didn't know how it was being uh, funded before. Right. She maybe had an idea, but was purposely not thinking about it, maybe. I but can, yeah. now now that she knows, bliss like, is, she can't ignore it. Right. Right. Um, so now that she knows, she can't ignore it because, I mean, the... The uh, Temperance League has been a huge part of her life so far, and I have a feeling that they're going to come back now, uh, now that she knows what's up and uh, what's going uh... on. I feel like maybe the uh, Temperance League is going to uh, have a comeback here in the uh, in the series. All right. That's how our episode ends. And uh, next week we have episode nine. Man, we're getting so close to the end of this first season. I know, it's like, right? It's what do we have, really like two more, two more episodes? I believe there's 12, so we have uh, okay, three 12. total. I oh, think man. there's either 11 or 12. I could be wrong. Man, we're so close, though. This has been so much fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next episode is episode nine. It's uh, Belle Fim. Uh, am I pronouncing that right? Belle Fim. Belle Fim. Yeah, that's... I'm going to spell it out like you did the one. <laughs> Knights of Bali. Oh, uh, Belle, uh, Belle Femme. That's, that's I was supposed to say, you're the one with the culture, yeah. not me. <laughs> Belle Le Femme. Belle Femme. Yeah, Belle okay. Femme is how that's pronounced. I'll let you introduce next week then. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you all so much for listening in and uh, find us on Facebook. Our Facebook is uh, Bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire podcast. Uh, comment on it. Let us know what you're seeing. If you learned something new, we've had some fans recently comment in that they live in the New Jersey area yeah. and they're actually talking about you know what was really happening, where certain places are. We love to hear this stuff. We recently had a fan comment in on Facebook, actually, uh, James, who had informed us I was completely mispronouncing the name. I was saying Michael Lewis for the accountant for the Jewish Mafia. His name was actually Meyer Lansky. So thank you so much, James, for commenting in. Uh, you can also reach us on Instagram. We're uh, bootlegging.podcast. On Twitter, we're bootleg uh, underscore podcast. And you can also reach us, uh, or sorry, bootleg.pod, bootleg.podcast on Instagram. And um, you can reach us on Gmail. Our Gmail account is uh, bootlegging underscore podcast at gmail.com. So write in. Let us know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, bring in the comments. Let us know how we're doing. Um, yeah, so let us know. Re write us, and we're happy to keep listening to all the fans out there. And we'll do a little bit more chin wagging next week, okay? Y'all enjoy it.